Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, coming up at 10 o'clock here with CBS News, murder charges for two men in connection with the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade or right after. Stay with us tonight on WTOP. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement. All the income. Every month. Guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor. An indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market. But without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income. No matter how long you live. Call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM Braddock Heights, Frederick. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, the crash is now out of the roadway, eastbound on 66 before 123. All travel lanes are now open there. No delay on 66 at all. Now, we do have a work zone inside the Beltway, eastbound after the merge with 267. You get by two lanes to the right also without delay, and things are good to go on both 395 and 95 so far tonight. Uh, now, around the Beltway, all is quiet. In the district, southbound on D.C. 295, single left lane gets by the work zone after Eastern Avenue. And southbound 3rd Street Tunnel from New York Avenue down to a single lane getting by to the left as well, uh, headed into the tunnel. The WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. And now we're going to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Temperatures this evening falling through the low 40s, but by morning will be cold again. 25 to 32 degrees with mainly clear skies. Beautiful sunshine for your Wednesday with temperatures topping out near 50 degrees. Clouds on the increase for Thursday will be mostly cloudy with a few showers around. Best chance after 10 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Springfield 38, Farragut Square 37, and Laurel 34 degrees. Some of us down to the mid-twenties. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight... No bond for two teens charged with murder and the shooting death of a toddler. I'm Scott Gelman. The wrangling in Richmond over a sports arena in Alexandria. I'm Dick Oliano. Why some parents claim a Supreme Court move involving an area high school is... A really scary one. I'm Mike Marilla. Maryland's governor makes a personal pitch to state law makers on one of his top policy priorities this year. They've just launched a new satellite into space. Its job is to take down space junk. We'll go in-depth with ABC News at 1015. Asia-Pacific markets mostly lower. The Dow fell 64 points today at 10. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. As the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rally ended last Wednesday... 
shots rang out, leaving one person dead and more than 20 others wounded. Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker says it stemmed from a fight between Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays, now facing second-degree murder and other charges. Mays pulled his handgun first, almost immediately. Others pulled their firearms. Defendant Miller was one of those individuals. The body of a missing 11-year-old Livingston, Texas girl is found in a river after Audrey Cunningham didn't return home from school last Thursday. Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons on how they found Audrey. Some of that evidence was even gathered by the the wonderful witnesses and wonderful folks out there in the social media who sent us videos, who sent us uh, pictures. Some of that, even that evidence helped us to be able to come up with these locations. Authorities are preparing an arrest warrant for capital murder in the death of the child for a Cunningham family friend. Flood watches and warnings are posted throughout California because of the latest drenching storm system hitting the state. CBS Los Angeles's Dina Demetrius. We're very worried down here on the peninsula. People in Long Beach are lining their homes with sandbags and beaches are being reinforced ahead of possible coastal flooding. Waves from 6 to 12 feet are expected, which could lead to possible building and pier damage. Along the central coast, the California Highway Patrol's Air Division rescued at least two drivers trapped by rising water on Monday. Excessive rain is washing out roads, causing sinkholes and potholes. Alabama's Supreme Court rules the state law should consider as children frozen embryos created during fertility treatments. CBS's Peter King reports. The ruling involves a pair of wrongful death cases brought by three couples whose frozen embryos were destroyed in a fertility clinic accident. Barbara Kalura is CEO of Resolve, the National Infertility Association. If a fertilized egg is now a person, it really puts in jeopardy. The practice of IVF in the state of Alabama, at least the the way IVF is practiced today. She calls that prospect terrifying. The White House promises to announce on Friday major sanctions on Russia in response to Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death in a penal colony. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller. The Kremlin has poisoned Navalny, imprisoned him unjustly, kept him in harsh conditions, and denied him medical care. It is the Russian government that is responsible for Navalny's death while in detention. Julian Assange's lawyers have started their final U.K. legal challenge to stop the WikiLeaks founder from being sent to the U.S. to face spying charges. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 1003 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, February 20th, 2024. Tyson's at 36 degrees, down to the 20s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Two teenagers recently arrested in connection with the murder of a two-year-old toddler earlier this month made their first court appearances today in Prince George's County. And we have this report from WTOP's Scott Gelman at the courthouse. The two teens are being held without bond, and their lawyers' requests to have them transferred to a juvenile facility were denied. They're being charged with first and second degree murder as adults, and their exact roles in the shooting death of a toddler in Langley Park are unclear. 
At the time that we present this case to a grand jury, there will likely be more information that we can provide at that time. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy says it's possible that gang activity is connected to this case. A two-year-old boy and his mom were walking near an apartment complex, and Braveboy says they were hit while at least two groups were shooting at each other earlier this month. There have now been four people arrested in this case. I believe this is still an open and ongoing investigation, and there may be additional arrests in this case. In Upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now 10.04, we're taking a look at whether the Caps and Wizards may soon be playing in a new arena in Alexandria. Things keep changing, as you know. While the Virginia House of Delegates has approved a plan to move forward with the sports arena bill, the matter remains stuck in the Senate in what looks like a high-stakes poker game right now. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. While Senator Louise Lucas has come out against Governor Glenn Youngkin's plan for a sports arena in Alexandria... A member of the finance committee that she chairs, Republican Senator Bryce Reeves, sizes up Lucas's opposition as political bargaining. They're playing cards at the table right now, and I think there's some things that uh, the chairman, uh, her prerogative is to try to negotiate with the governor on some things, and, you know, she's holding this card. Senator Reeves, who supports the project, says he expects within the next couple of weeks, the bill to create a stadium authority to oversee the project will get a hearing in the Senate. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Another hurdle for the new arena comes in the form of influential labor groups. They've just announced they're against efforts to move the Caps and Wiz. Northern Virginia AFL-CIO and member unions said they don't think it's possible to reach a satisfactory deal for union workers on these construction projects. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin reacts to the news saying labor leaders have, in his words, backtracked on negotiations carried out over months in good faith. He's promising to push forward with the arena deal and the whole entertainment complex there. A three-year intense court battle involving a local school that's one of the most prestigious in the country is over. The U.S. Supreme Court has decided against hearing a challenge by a group of parents regarding the admissions policy at Fairfax County's Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. It was accused of discriminating against Asian-American students. WTOP's Mike Marillo has our story. This message now by the Supreme Court is a really scary one for children. Since 2020, the group called the Coalition for TJ, of which Azra Namani is a member, battled Fairfax County Public Schools in court. They're upset about the changes, which included an entry test being thrown out in the application process, now giving more weight to students from low-income families. She claims the move tells Asian-American families that they can have a strike against them based on their race, and the Supreme Court of the land will allow it. Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas dissented to the decision to not hear the case. The school system welcomed the decision, with the school board chair Carl Frisch saying in a statement that the old process resulted in classes that lacked the socioeconomic and geographic diversity seen in other schools. Now he says more students have a fair shot at getting in. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. New tonight on WTOP, a district dogs employee has been fired after being accused of hitting a dog at one of the company's locations that later died. The incident happened early Friday morning at District Dogs facility at Navy Yard. A spokesperson for District Dogs says the dog was taken to a nearby veterinary facility for treatment but could not be revived. They say the company is working with police as they investigate this incident. You may remember back in August of last year, 10 dogs drowned when District Dogs northeast location flooded following a torrential downpour. That facility has since shut down. To Maryland and the Governor, Wes Moore, 
who went directly to state lawmakers today in an effort to push one of his top policy priorities forward. He told a House of Delegates committee that the state is facing a true housing crisis because of a lack of housing supply. In his personal plea, he urged lawmakers to pass a trio of bills incentivizing the development of new affordable housing to protect renters and to rake in millions of federal dollars to solve the state's housing shortage. This was his first time testifying on parts of the 16-bill package that he sponsored earlier this year. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, which airline is now charging you more to check a bag? And new ways to tell whether that person you may be interested in on Tinder is a real person. Stay with us now, 1008. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. It's traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. They are working in the district on southbound DC 295, past Eastern Avenue toward Burroughs Avenue. Signal left lane is all that gets by that work zone there. And they're also working in the Third Street Tunnel southbound, uh, getting from New York Avenue toward the freeway down to a single lane, uh, getting by to the left there, and just a brief slowdown getting past that. Now, 66, they cleared the crash eastbound before 123. There is a work zone before Washington Boulevard. Two right lanes get by, and a single lane gets by before 29 in Roslyn now on eastbound 66. And, of course, with the ongoing project on the George Washington Parkway, you're going to find construction trucks out there northbound around Spout Run right now. Things are just a bit slow, as they would be in a work zone. Now, 395 and 95 doing all right. And in Maryland, they are working on 270 both ways in Frederick County between Route 80 and 85. Single lane getting by in each direction there. We're good to go on uh, 95 and the BW Parkway above the Beltway. But northbound getting to the Beltway, looks like we may have a problem. It's very slow getting to the Beltway from just after 410 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And maybe an incident, possibly a crash there, so be alert. 50 to the Bay Bridge, that runs without delay. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. 51 degrees or high temperature for today. I'm forecasting 50 to 51 degrees again tomorrow. More beautiful weather expected to come our way. Now overnight under the mainly clear skies with light winds, it's going to be a cold one again, dipping down to 25 to 32 degrees. Again tomorrow, around 50 to 51 degrees with sunshine. Thursday, tracking the next weather maker. Mostly cloudy skies with some scattered showers throughout the afternoon hours. Our best chance comes after about 10 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tyson's 36, Waldorf 33, Lafont Plaza 39, gradually falling to about 25 degrees in our coldest suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour as we check in with Jeff Claybaugh. Discover Financial stock jumped as much as 18% Tuesday after Capital One's proposed $35 billion acquisition. American Airlines has raised checked bag fees, $35 for the first bag, 40 if you wait to check in at the airport. Tinder is upping identity protocols because artificial intelligence is making it hard to tell who's real. The Dow lost 64 points Tuesday. The Nasdaq fell 145. That was 1%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. Hong Kong is up 2.5%, so doing quite well. The Shanghai Composite, 1.5% higher. And then we've got losses elsewhere. Tokyo stocks, down half a percent. Australia and the ASX 200 are down 1%. 
1011 on WTOP. Give us a few more minutes here as we talk about cleaning up outer space. It's badly cluttered with space junk after decades of launches. We'll talk to Texas-based ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan about a new Japanese effort to wrangle some of that space junk. And even though it's a Japanese craft, it's working closely with NASA and other countries around the world. We'll tell you more coming up, so stay with us. Hey, it's Brett from Bull Oak. Are you struggling with ED? If so, you must listen to this. There's a groundbreaking solution available right now, and it's not a pill. It's from Bull Oak. This treatment involves cutting-edge wave therapy, a clinically proven technology that restores blood vessels and enhances blood flow. It is supported from 60 clinical studies, including Cambridge. If you're ready to reignite that bedroom spark, call today, Tuesday, February 20th, for your free assessment and ultrasound. Call today only and you'll get your first treatment free. That's right, one free treatment to solve your blood flow issue. Become the man you want to be today and don't waste your time waiting for those pills to kick in. Man up now. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, it's time to reclaim your life and put an end to ED. Call Bull Oak to qualify. Act now before this offer expires today. Call 703-337-1919. And later this half hour. Stalled but not derailed. Virginia's proposed contribution for Metro. I'm Kate Ryan. Stay with us here at WTOP and WTOP.com. 1013. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1014, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. It's getting very crowded in outer space. The space junk is piling up. And we discussed the problem a little earlier and potential solutions with ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan. Well, it's bad and it's getting worse, Dimitri. From about 1960 until around 2012, the number of satellites and other things being put into space stayed fairly constant. But since 2019, the number of pieces of junk in space has risen by about 76 percent just since 2019 to around 44,000 objects. Now, about 25,000 of these man-made pieces of junk are about the size of a softball. And they're hurtling through space in orbit and they eventually do come back and they burn up in the upper atmosphere. But we're putting so much stuff up there at this point, gravity can't keep up. We're putting more stuff up there than is coming down. And that can be a problem for space travel, Dimitri. How are we going to clean this up? 
Well, there was an experiment. It was launched on Sunday. A small Japanese satellite has been sent up, and it is going to rendezvous with an upper stage rocket that was launched in 2009. Essentially, it's a big piece of space junk, a three-ton piece of space junk. This satellite will catch up with it. It's going to circle it. It's going to take pictures of it and test it to see about its tumble, its trajectory, to see exactly what this thing is doing. The goal is to learn as much about catching up with an object like that as possible about getting close to it, and then at some point, a future project will be to actually grab hold of that big upper stage rocket and to push it down into a lower orbit that forces it to burn up in our atmosphere. That's what would happen to it naturally. We just want to see if we can get this done faster. That would be the model going forward for any wayward piece of junk or just to reduce the clutter overall? Yes, uh, there are different theories, different ways of getting the same job done. One that I'm really intrigued with, it uh, deals with a, a tether Picture a race car, right? And it has a parachute that pops out to slow it down. Well, satellites in the future will have a long tail attached to them that's deployed only after the satellite has died. Essentially, it's done its job. Its batteries have died. The the mission is finished, and now it's time for it to come home. In other words, to burn up in the atmosphere. So this long, like, kite tail will deploy. It will create extra drag. It will slow the thing down, drop it into a lower orbit, and eventually it'll burn up in the upper atmosphere. So that's kind of the goal here. One of the other missions that uh, that we're working on at this point. Whose jurisdiction is it up there? You know, so many different moon missions and, and other efforts. Nobody owns outer space or rules outer space. So is it a collective responsibility? It really is. It's a cooperative effort. It's kind of nice to see that the space agencies around the world, the Europeans, the Americans, the Japanese, the Indians, they're all working together on this kind of mission. The one that was launched on Sunday, for example, is a Japanese company. It launched from New Zealand, and it's working carefully with NASA and other agencies to track the debris to finish this mission. But also, I mean, they all work together to keep track of that stuff that's floating around up there. Since 1999, the International Space Station has had to change course, at least slightly, about 30 times to avoid potential conflict with space junk. That's ABC News space correspondent Jim Ryan. He was with us on Top stories on WTOP. Two teenagers are charged as adults with first and second degree murder in the recent killing of a little two-year-old boy in his stroller in Langley Park. The proposed arena for the Caps and Wizards in Northern Virginia faces new powerful opposition. We've got a major update on the investigation into the Kansas City deadly mass shooting after the Super Bowl celebration. Two men are under arrest. Keep it here for full details. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler is in the traffic center. On DC 295 southbound, a bit slow into the work zone after Eastern Avenue down to a single lane to the left getting past the road work and southbound 3rd Street Tunnel after New York Avenue also down to a single lane getting by to the left past road work tonight. And in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, heavy and slow from Riverdale from 410 up to the Beltway. I believe it's going to be a, cra- a crash there on northbound BW Parkway at the Beltway. North of the Beltway, you're good to go on both the BW Parkway and on 95, in fact, and on 270 in both directions in Frederick County between 80 and 85, single lane getting by each way past the work zone. 50 to the Bay Bridge is running without delay. On 395 and 95, no incidents or delays to report. On 66, a couple of work zones eastbound. One is after the the, uh, merge with 267 before Washington Boulevard. Two lanes get by to the right without delay. And then you get by single file again before 29 in Roslyn. I believe they're setting up a work zone on the ramp from uh, the outer loop on a 66 West right now, taking it down to a single lane. So be careful there. 
Otherwise, things are pretty good on GW Parkway. You may slow a bit here and there getting out to the Beltway, and I think they have closed the ramp to the outer loop of the Beltway on the northbound GW Parkway again tonight for road work. Bob Inwood, WTLP Traffic. Next, it's Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Clear and cold overnight again. Our skies mainly clear after a gorgeous day where temperatures topped out at 51 degrees. I'm forecasting similar conditions for tomorrow, mostly sunny, 50 to 51 for your afternoon. Now, Thursday will be mostly cloudy. The next weather maker bringing clouds to the area and some spotty showers, but the best chance of rain really coming after 10 p.m. We're just shy of 60 degrees for Thursday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle 37, Germantown 33, Annandale 38. Some parts of the area could be down to 25 overnight. 1020 here on WTOP and still ahead, another career first for Beyonce. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It's 1021. If you're a worker in the district who has recently experienced job loss, the D.C. Department of Employment Services is here to help you file for benefits. And DOES's new and improved unemployment insurance benefit system is a one-stop shop where you can file claims easily. To file for unemployment benefits, residents must create an ID.me profile and verify their identity, so don't delay. To learn more or sign up for your ID.me account, visit dos.dc.gov or visit an American job center near you. Jack Frost is a slippery character (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. 1022. Two California men are facing charges in connection to a hate bias incident at the University of Maryland. UMD police say they launched an investigation in April of last year after resident life staff discovered racial slurs against the black community in La Plata Hall. Police identified 22-year-old Hayden Pritchard and 21-year-old Sergian Delgado as the main suspects. Pritchard and Delgado have both been charged with trespassing. Pritchard is also facing a race-religion-property damage charge. Maryland is giving a boost to child-serving organizations across the state through a new grant program. State lawmakers announced tonight they're going to hand out $111 million in grants to organizations to help boost overall behavioral health services, including counseling and early intervention. It's part of the blueprint for Maryland's future education reform plan. Maryland Matters reports the grants were awarded to almost 130 Maryland community organizations. 
D.C., Maryland, and Virginia have been asked to give Metro an additional $480 million so the agency can avoid layoffs and cuts in services. But getting the extra $130 million from Virginia secured... Well, that's stalled for now. Metro has been fighting off a $750 million deficit, and possible cuts in service could affect the entire system. Clark Mercer is the executive director of the Washington Metropolitan Council of Governments. If trains don't come as often, if they're not as reliable, you start losing customers and it's hard to to, to get them back. So nobody wants to see that. But in Richmond, an additional...